stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now. I'm leaving. Hello and welcome back. We are breaking up with RBS. This is episode number 82 and I am Tawny Santabria. And I am JDK Winnikin. We are back to debunk the junk. Those BS stories that we add to our emotional states that just make things worse. Don't help us out. Mm-hmm. And disconnect us from ourselves, from others, from lots of things. They wreak a lot of havoc. They do. Mm-hmm. They do. So every week we come here to talk about some element of those BS stories in some way, shape, or form. And for a handful of weeks, we've been doing our, what we're calling our flinging the poo series, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Those <laughs> things are out there. So uh, if you are joining us live this morning, good morning. If you are joining us as a podcast, thank you so much for subscribing and for leaving us a review and sharing with people that you think would be interested. And remember, you can get this wherever you get your podcast. You can also follow our YouTube channel to get video of these episodes at Breaking Up With Our BS. You also can join our Facebook group of the same name. Tawny's got her six-week self-mastery course at unperfectyourself.com where you can apply all of these concepts over six weeks in the context of your own life. And every second Saturday of the month, we host a free Zoom workshop to introduce you to some of the presencing techniques that we do and answer any questions that you may have. And the information for that is available at our our Facebook group more than Mm -hmm. anything else. So we got a lot of stuff out there for people to... Uh, explore in terms of breaking up with their BS. We sure do. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So we've been flinging the poo around for a lot of weeks now. We have. Last week we talked about the, I don't have enough time. Mm-hmm. Um, so where do you want to go this week? There's well, always poo to fling around. There is always poo. But um, I'm noticing that, that you've, you're advertising that you are okay. <laughs> Talk about my t-shirt. So I'm curious about... What we, what we need to know around that, I think it's probably pretty important. <laughs> okay, well, just if you're not watching the video feed, you can't see it. But my T-shirt says has written across it, it's almost like a meme, kind of meme design. It says, I'm broken, but then the, uh, the I'm and the okay and broken are in red. So it says, I'm okay. So you can really see the I'm okay. And I want everybody to know. You want everybody okay? to know you're okay. I don't know, I didn't think about it. Right, okay. I liked the t-shirt and it was on sale, one of those things online. It's like, we're closing our store. They got you. They, they got, got you. Like, oh, like what? Seven dollars. It was like seven dollars. Um, and so I got it. I'm like, oh, okay, that'd be fun to have. Right. And then of course it took like six weeks to get here because it was coming from like the depths of China somewhere. Mm, yeah. But nevertheless. Well, now you have a shirt that can tell people <laughs> an important thing, right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so that's good. Nothing to see here except my shirt. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way, but right. yeah, it might be some truth to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, anyway. good, good for you. Okay, so. yeah, so. well, I, what I liked about it was was this this notion that, that you and I have talked about before, the, you know, I'm broken, mm. you know, when really we, we can be as okay as, obviously, other than like legitimate emergency experiences. Sure. We can be more okay than we think, even if we're in a position where we feel broken. Mm-hmm. There's something about that that has always resonated with me, mm-hmm. right? The ability of our bodies to really help us be okay. We don't just have to figure it out in our brain. We can actually connect with it that way. So that's that was the motivation. So Got it. Okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. It wasn't at least consciously to advertise to everybody that I'm okay. 
I need to spend some time thinking about that. <laughs> to spend some time sitting with that. Well, you know, breathe into it, that. It, that, that, it works, though. I mean, you know, okay. So this story of the, the flip side of I'm okay, this, this story of your shirt of I'm broken. Mm. I've heard that from people over the years, yeah. just sort of like that, that statement mm-hmm. of I'm broken. Yeah, me too. That is so heavy and weighted and um, uh, false. False. <laughs> is that the right word? <laughs> yeah, I would say false. Let's just call it false. Okay. Right? right? Because. Yeah let's, uh, yeah, let's dig into that. Because I hear it a lot too. Yeah. You know, I, I hear it sometimes, as so many of the things sometimes that we talk about, they sometimes are almost used as like, like this throwaway statement of fact. Like it's just a given. I'm broken or I'm damaged or things like that. And I, and I know what people, I think I know what people mean when they say that, that they're hurt sure. or they've got scars or something unresolved, that type of thing. But broken, yeah, broken is very stark. It, it's a, it's, it's heavy. It's, it's heavy. And and I think that it carries, of course, it's heavy, it carries a lot of weight. And again, if we go back to sort of like the brain, sort of believing what we say over and over and over yeah. again, mm-hmm. then it's pretty uh, limiting and and um, not good for us, not good for the brain to hear, mm-hmm. I'm broken. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, if you think of the messaging, when things are broken, what do you normally do with them? One, you might throw them out. Mm-hmm. And if you fix them, try to fix them, you're not going to be as confident in it after you fix it. You're going to kind of be wondering when's it going to break again. Sure. You know? Yeah. And when it, when, but when we're talking about our lives, it's not like we can just throw one out and get a new one, mm-hmm. right? In terms mm-hmm. of our own existence or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So that's why to me, when I hear it, there's, it, it, it does produce for me a reaction of, ooh. Yeah. It's really taking yourself out of the game. If we really feel that you're broken or, or putting yourself in a corner, I'm not sure what the, the right analogy is, but it is really robbing us of our own agency, it seems to me. And I think about what just came to me was when we think about something that's growing, we don't use the word broken, oh. right? I don't look at my plants and go, well, there's a broken one. <laughs> that's a broken one. I don't use that word. I, I, oh. Right? We don't, we don't even talk about trees as being broken. Tawny, we're seven minutes in. We're, you're not, we're not ready for the mic drop yet. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. That's true. Isn't it strange that we oh, use it we for ourselves? ourselves. A thing. Yeah. That's calling ourselves a thing, like a, and shaped and Like formed. a TV or something. Like a TV, like an object that doesn't change. Yeah. And that can only do one function. Right, like a table. <clears throat> right? Like the dryer. What? A broken. We are not. Dry things. We are not a dryer. <laughs> we are not a dryer. <laughs> That's going to be my next t-shirt. I am not a dryer. <laughs> well, that'll be helpful for people too. <laughs> Advertising that I'm not a dryer. That'll clear things up. Oh, that's yeah. a great point. Because that turns us into a thing, not a living. Well, it turns us into an object. Right. Not a living, growing. And, and if we're alive, we are growing. And moving and changing. Or energy. Yeah. Mm. But sit with that for a minute. Breathe into it. That's, yeah. that's a big deal. Did that just come to you or did you just like 
sling that out of your quiver of experience? Well, it, well, I'm sure it, it. I think it's both, right? Because I've I've struggled with the broken term to describe ourselves as human beings for mm. a really really long time, and that thing just came up today. Um, as far as like us not being a dryer, like hadn't connected those two things before, but <laughs> that seems pretty clear. A growing thing, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, I appreciate that because I've had I've had a couple of clients just kind of say that in passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, the problem is I'm broken. It's like, hmm, when did that happen? Right. Let's restory. Wow. Let's, let's use some different terms, right? Yeah. So we want to be really careful. About... When did you become an inanimate object? Right. <laughs> <laughs> That needs to be utilized by something else, powered by something else, utilized by somebody else. Yeah. Wow. This just goes on and on and on Mm -hmm. because an object is for usage Mm -hmm. and that you only have one or a set amount of functions. And when, when you are done with those, you're disposable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So So growing instead. Growing. So then growing would be. Then it's, then it's a whole different set of questions, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. if something's growing, you have questions about how, you know, what's the soil like? How well is it being fed? Mm-hmm. How healthy is it? What are the outside factors? What are the inside factors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of variables going on here there as are. we're growing. Yes. There are. And if we pick like trees, for example, questions about root strength, water source, mm-hmm. soil, amount of sunlight. Mm-hmm. Environment, environment, environment around, like environment around. who are the other trees? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's, well, see, cause then not only do I like that a lot better, but if we look at ourselves that way, then we're asking a whole lot of different questions about why we are not feeling, cause that's what I'm broken is. I don't feel good. I don't feel the way I want to be. I feel. I always sense that there's some sense of hopelessness in there or frustration or fear that things won't change. Resignation. Mm-hmm. All human emotions. All very much human emotions. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, ironically, runs against the idea of being broken. Right. Because if you, a broken human being wouldn't be feeling emotions. Human emotions. Yeah. Human emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So if you're feeling, that's the good news, everybody. If you're feeling sad, resigned. Guess what? You're a functioning human. You're mm-hmm. not broken. <laughs> yep. We just don't want those stories yeah. telling us yes. what our human emotions mean about us. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't want to feed that in such a way that takes us outside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. It gives, a, gives us an assignment of some element of ourselves that is just made up. Mm-hmm. You know, I've used, we've used the example on the show before that if you've gone through a breakup and you're feeling sad, frustrated, lonely, those are all understandable, mm-hmm. right? Very legitimate. Once you start saying that means I'm unlovable, mm-hmm. I'll never meet the right person, or I always make mistakes, that's the BS story. Yes. That's the problem, not the emotions itself. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm broken would be one of those. That's why I can't be in, you know, my relationships don't work because I'm broken. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> right. And I've, I've asked the question, well, what, what was the other person? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No? yeah. And that's the part. We, we grab onto a story like that, and it's usually a past experience. Yes. Right. 
And so then when we say, for example, okay, so we've got this past experience that we've sort of come up with a story around, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, nobody will ever love me again, Um, you know, I'm lonely forever, and, um, you know, I'm broken, all of those stories that that come into play. We wake up in the morning and we start with that story. Mm Mm-hmm. We wait when we when we woke up that morning, we were in a completely different space and time. And then, but then we added the story. Mm-hmm. Took us into the past. We made the past the present, mm-hmm. and then we set out on our day. After having been for, being informed by ourselves <laughs> <laughs> that we got something going on mm-hmm. that that we would rather not. Yeah. Right. So that's the way. It works when we have these stories. We think think ourselves into a space, yeah. a feeling state, an emotional state, and we hold on to that, and then we keep going back to it. It's all past stuff. It's not about right here in the moment. You just woke up. Correct. Right. So we want to be able to discern, okay, what was past, what's present, one, right? But those stories that aren't to our benefit, Right. Or that keep those feelings around that mm. then support the stories in any particular moment. We'd, we're setting ourselves up. Yeah. For. For what? For reinforcing those stories to begin with. And 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 the state of affairs. Yeah. Right. That yep. that we're putting in motion, not allowing any other light or possibility mm-hmm. to come in. Mm hmm that might actually not support the stories. How wonderful would that be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And what, what can happen, and I experience this, and I, I see clients that experience this, is then the future becomes more and more frightening because you can tell yourself a story, it's always going to be this way. And if you're telling yourself you're broken, that's sort of what you're acceding to. Mm-hmm. I'm broken, it's just going to stay that way. So then the future itself doesn't seem like the past is already a problem, that we've turned it into the present, we're wrestling with all of that. We're, we're doing that sort of tiger eating its own tail kind of thing. And the future doesn't seem all that much better. And then we pour more pressure on ourselves. Oh, my gosh, I'm fearing for the future. So suddenly we start pouring more on there. So then we're not really, we're certainly not connected with the present. Mm-mm. We're making up stories about the future. And honestly, we're making up stories about the past and what it means. Because that's already gone. Right? Its own context is gone, all those things. And so suddenly, <laughs> the one thing we're not dealing with mm-hmm. is reality. Yeah. Yeah. If we can't be present here right now in what's actually happening without feeding from the past mm-hmm. or worrying about the future, mm-hmm. we're missing out on our complete life. Yeah. Because right here, right now is where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, it's, and it, it ties into so many things we talk about. You know, last week we were talking about more or less the idea of choosing where you spend your time and what has most value. And by doing that, you don't have to ask yourself the question or you don't have to say, I don't have time for that as if something's being taken from you. You're choosing that. I'm choosing to have time for this and that means I may not have time for that. Mm -hmm. It's a similar thing. You know, I'm choosing some level from a place of presence to let the past be the past, be open to what here's in the present, not worry so much about the future. Yeah. So being able to discern when the past has crept into right now. So important, right? 
So these, these terms that we use or the stories that we use that really aren't beneficial or real for us, like going back to I'm broken, mm-hmm. they're costing us way too much. We are not getting any return <laughs> on our investment of any positive return <laughs> on our investment of mm-hmm. I'm broken. Yeah. We don't want to use these words. We don't want to use these terms to describe ourselves. No. No, because like we were talking about last week, the brain runs with that. Assigns meaning to that. And when that's when you, and when that's connected to external messaging about those things, it becomes so ubiquitous around us all the time that we start seeing that as reality. Mm-hmm. And then we wonder why we're miserable and why we feel trapped mm-hmm. and why we feel like we have to just keep grinding, 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 or we have to just give up. Rather than just stepping back and going, ooh, I'm okay, right? You know, mm-hmm. Get a t-shirt. Get <laughs> need a t-shirt, one. yes. I know we can get one for seven bucks, everybody, right? <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's just you're looking in the mirror going, oh, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if, what if we change that, right? To mm-hmm. like, okay, when we're experiencing these stories of limit or, or damage or, mm-hmm. you know, those, we shifted that to, you know, I'm okay right now. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay right now. And right now reminds the brain, we're talking about right now. Because that's where we are. Exactly. As we move forward into the future, right now will be applicable mm-hmm. <laughs> to that moment. Yeah. But using those words yep. to help us be right here, right now. And then, and then that actively, intentionally engages us in experiencing being okay, even with the feelings that are not pleasant. Mm-hmm. I'm sad about this, or I'm lonely, or this, and I'm okay right now. Because mm-hmm. that's the truth. <laughs> Again, short of a legitimate emergency situation. Mm-hmm. Majority I- of the time, we're okay. Yes, most of the time we are okay. Mm-hmm. And if if the recognizing of the emotion is really important to do, depending, right? Like certainly if, if we've got an awareness that emotions just move in and through and they move in and through, we don't have to be, you know, so focused that we've got to name all of those right. either. Right, right, Because sure. that'll slow things down too, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes we can have that realization that, yep, emotions are moving through me. Holy moly, and I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So that there's there's however sort of works and wherever we're at, um, making sure that I'm OK. Yeah. Is a part of the mix. Well, and that's and when we talk about softening. Right. Breathing into and getting grounded in the belly. Mm-hmm. That's what that process does. Mm-hmm. Right. It helps mm-hmm. us make that shift. Mm-hmm. And um, and again, pitch. That's what our every <laughs> second Saturday of the mm-hmm. month is what we introduce you to mm-hmm. is that process of doing that. Yeah, uh, you know, and so I think of, you know, instead of the broken, the growth thing, you know, taking the trees. Um, I don't remember who it was. might have been Wayne Dyer who once talked about, you know, how palm trees mm-hmm. are some of the strongest trees on the planet, in part because they're super flexible and they're in areas where there's lots of wind, lots of storm, but they have tons of roots. Their root system is very deep and they interconnect it with other yeah. trees. And so they can withstand it. So they're not... Their strength, and they're oftentimes the trees that are left standing after a big storm mm-hmm. because of their flexibility and their ability to move with the storm. And they're grounded, rooted deeply. For me, what comes up is like if we're, when we're grounded in the belly, mm-hmm. our flexibility comes from that 
from the flow state, right? That breathing, that presence moment. And the storm does what a storm does. Mm -hmm. Well, tree's okay. Yeah. And that's the part, too. I have to remind folks quite a bit around the the repetition of yes. the practice, yeah. right? We can't go into, like, the storm and, okay, what was that practice again? Yeah. Zoom, zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. It's, it's not working. Let me right? get my roots down. <laughs> right, right, because we're already storming, <laughs> right? We didn't plant the trees during the storm. <laughs> They, they planted a while ago. Right. right. They've been in it. They've been right? growing for a while. Yeah. So they've practiced this mm-hmm. for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And so we want to practice that softening, getting into the belly, centering, getting into our seat and grounding when things are calm. Yeah. Right? We want we want to make this, I always talk about, you know, I always talk about brushing your teeth every day. We don't ever stop and go, oh, well, they're clean. Yeah. You pay your bills every month. Yeah. So mm-hmm. same thing. That practice we want that to occur when we're feeling nice and calm. Mm-hmm. And with repetition, when the storm hits, our body's just going to know. Yeah. And it'll be that much easier to weather that, to adapt, to know that we're okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's what those trees do when they grow. That's the equivalent, right? They're growing, those roots grow deeper. That's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We got it. We're wired for it. We are. Right? We don't need to worry about whether or not we're capable. We don't need to wonder if yeah. we're going to get it perfect. We don't need to do any of that um, because b- the body's wired for it. And if we're walking around and we've got, you know, some sense of awareness about ourselves, mm-hmm. we're going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're a living thing, not an not an object that can be broken. Mm-hmm. We're a living thing that can be at various times healthier than other times. Can experience growth. It's going to experience decline. Well, it's like the seasons, right? Uh-huh. Think about us it, like the seasons. We were talking last week about you know, okay, we have a little bit more light now, so we're doing different things, mm-hmm. right? And so even through our, throughout our lives, we're going to have some times where we just need to buckle down, and maybe you know, grow in ways that doesn't, that don't necessarily look to be growing. Right. But we're preparing Mm -hmm. for the next stage or season. Next season, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. right? It's about growth, not utility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because an object is about utility. Mm -hmm. Living thing is about growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so the pacing can look different at different times. Um, some, some part of the, some part of the growth can be slowing down. Mm -hmm. Other times the growth can be speeding up, Mm -hmm. learning particular things. Um, so we don't need to necessarily get caught up in, you know, the, the, um, I don't know, the the specific shoulds of growing. Yeah. Right. Like, like the things that, you know, well, I'm not motivated. So I must not be growing. Right. I should be stronger right now because mm-hmm. this season is a season of strength, supposed right. to be. Right. Yeah. Uh, like those sorts yeah. of shoulds. Um, if we allow for growth, we're going to be growing. And if we're paying attention to fueling or to resting or to, you know, if we're paying attention, then the choices that we might make are going to be for our own long-term or, you know, Midterm growth. Right. Too. Right. Yeah. And that, that can look like not having to do something to it, make that happen. 
Absolutely. And that's the other part. Like if we sometimes like goals, we get really caught up and we need goals or natural motivation to to think or experience ourselves as growing. Mm-hmm. That's not really the growing that we're talking about. Certainly that could be part of the picture, but really sometimes growing is resting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I talk with people who are writing or interested in writing and they'll say, oh, I didn't do any writing. I've been wasting my time. So, Are you sure about that? Because sometimes resting, sitting with, contemplating is actually could be part of the writing process. What would it be like if you considered that to be part of the writing process? And then you go, oh, well, yeah, you have to let things sit sometimes. You have to, you have to let the creativity rebuild up. You have to mm-hmm. be recharged. You have to give time for new ideas to come in or to look back at what you wrote and go, yeah, that part doesn't work or, you know. When we look at that as something that isn't about results. Yes. Mm-hmm. But productivity. Productivity. Yeah. We're in a much better spot because that's actually how we actually are. Outcome focused. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh. Good stuff, Tawny. Mm-hmm. Mike dropped yes. seven minutes in and we still got another 18, 19 minutes. I was going to pack up and get out of here. I, know, I thought my job's super done. Short. Yeah, we could have just played played music. Right? Or, <laughs> had Eric, or had Eric just talk the rest of it or whatever. We could have. What would that have been like? He would have done a great job. (laughs) Yeah, he would have. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So anyway, well, thank you. Hopefully for all of you, that was helpful. That was really good, Tawny. Thank you so much. Thank you. For all that. Yep. All that out of a t-shirt that I bought for seven bucks. I know. So it worked. It did work. Yeah. It Mm -hmm. did work. Now, now I'm questioning whether I ever want to wear it again. (laughs) (laughs) You'll always think of me every time. Every time. Why am I advertising that I'm okay? Anyway, (laughs) thanks all of you. Hopefully all of you are okay. Actually, guess what? You can be. Yep. Um, Mm -hmm. Join us next week for another episode of Breaking Up with Our BS, where we will hit some other source of these BS stories. We will. And uh, remember to take advantage of all the different options we have for you to be engaging with this. And please join us for um, our workshops once a month. Check out Tawny's six-week self-mastery course. Interact with us at our Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. Love to help you out as best we can. Until next week, I am J.D.K. Winnikin. And I am Tawny Santabria. We will see you later. Mm-hmm. Be a palm tree. Stop, stop, stop. I can't take it anymore. Oh, I do the live one too. Yes, I know. I saw your act in the theater. You're really quite good. Quite a certain harmful habit. Stop it now, I'm leaving. I don't think he felt anything after the...